This is the Beyond the Profi podcast, the podcast that empowers you and inspires you to seek career excellence while pursuing your passion. And I'm your host, Jasmine Haley. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Profi Podcast. I am enjoying the feedback that I'm receiving so far from the episodes, and I'm excited to be able to uh, provide episode six, which is entitled Know Your Value. And the special guest is Eureka Peebles. We were located at RDH on the One Roof Conference. And Eureka and I met in 2016 at the Podium Power Speaker Development course that I took along with her and many other um, colleagues. And what I have enjoyed most from watching her journey is seeing, seeing her fearlessness. But most importantly, many of the things that she brought out in this interview, the theme that resonates within her personal professional journey is know your value. And I take that statement as twofold. Know your value as a person, as an individual, separate from your professional career. I have learned within these past, I would say four years after my mother's passing, how important it is to know your, your value personally, that you are enough. And that you have all of the potential and all of the capabilities to live a fulfilling and happy life. And the person that you are is one that is steadily growing. And it's okay to be on a journey uh, of the unknown personally and to get better um, at whatever it is that you want to get better at better at if that is living with more presence if that is having more gratitude whatever the case may be and whatever circumstances or challenges that you have dealt with in your life personally they don't define who you are so know your value know what's important to you and hold tight to that and regardless of what challenges may come your way Make sure that that person remains intact. And if you find a situation where the person who you are that shapes your values, your beliefs, and and what's important to you is threatened, then you either remove yourself from that situation or you remove those persons from your life. The second thing that I got from Eureka's, uh, her, her personal journey, is to know your value professionally as well. So one of the things that I liked about Eureka's interview was her evolution of knowing her value as a professional and what she needed to learn. And I appreciated her honesty with that. I I love the fact that you kind of hear what her original thoughts were. And then as she progressed 
in her knowledge and getting more involved in the profession, she saw the value of herself professionally. And that was used to fuel what she's done outside and within the operatory. And then she's also used it to help support other initiatives outside of dentistry. Because Eureka understands and she knows her value. She knows what's important to her. And then what she does with that energy is she gives back in ways that speaks to her. And so I love this episode. I love talking to Eureka, um, seeing her and talking about some of the challenging things that she's dealt with, such as PTSD in her in her personal life and how it's how her circumstances have motivated her to have the courage to live a fearless life personally, but also professionally. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure that you like this podcast on um, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, excuse me, or Google Play. And please leave a review. When you leave a review for the podcast, it helps others to find the podcast. It also helps me to make the changes that I need to make um, to bring you the best content. Uh, You can find the website at www.beyondtheprofi.com. And I'm currently working on the 2018 CE events, and I can't wait to see some of you you there. They're going to be amazing. You're going to feel empowered, and it's going to empower you not just to have a a great career, but also to provide the the best patient-centered care. So enjoy this show, and I will see you next time. Bye. So welcome to another episode of Think Beyond the Profi. I am on site at the RDH on a one roof conference. I am debuting Think Beyond the Profi podcast. I've decided to do this because I found I felt that many people weren't reading the blog profiles and sometimes having a short communication, whether it's 15, 20 minutes, can incite and inspire others. And so I actually have an amazing hygienist here. Um, who I met last year. I'm so excited to have her here. She's so awesome, and I think by getting a chance to learn a little bit about her, you too can be motivated in in your career. So thank you so much, Eureka. Hello. Thank you. I feel so special. (laughs) I really do. I feel special. (laughs) That's really willing to have this conversation with me. I feel special. Okay. And I'm a little nervous. I don't know why, but... Okay, so okay. I, I know quite a bit about you, but okay. I'll be asking some questions that, you know, our listeners don't know. Okay. So, tell me, how did you get into dental hygiene? Well, first, I just want to say how we met. So, okay. we met, we went to Podium Power. Podium Power. Last year, April 2016. Yep. And um, we were looking to enhance ourselves in the speaking world because we are looking to think beyond the program outside of the eye. Absolutely. So I do want to really emphasize that thinking beyond the profi is not just out of the op. It's just really seeking career excellence, whether you're in clinical, academia, research, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. But you've done so much in your career that I think is such a huge inspiration to... to and I'm not done. It's many. crazy, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just I still want basically. more. One more. One more. <laughs> All right. So tell me, how did you get into dental hygiene? Okay. I got into dental hygiene by... Well, at first, I served in the Air Force for eight years. Once I got out of the Air Force, I went to school and got a degree in travel and tourism. I'm going to give you the real quick quick version. And 9-11 happened, so 
after 9-11, you know, the travel industry kind of just went bleh, you know. So I said, what can I get into that if something like this was to happen, it wouldn't affect, you know, the industry like that, like it did with the travel. So talking with my best friend, my best friend was like, you've got about dentistry? Because I was like, I didn't want to be nurse. I didn't want to go into nursing. I didn't want to work in a hospital. I didn't want to do 12-hour shifts. Did not want to work on the weekends. So I became a dental assistant. And then my first uh, job as a dental assistant was assisting a hygienist. So the way I saw it was, I was like, I said, wait a minute. I was like, I do everything. All you do is just come in and scale some teeth a little bit. You don't do nothing. How much money you make? <laughs> so, <laughs> so she told me. So she told me, and I was like, okay, so wait a minute. So I started thinking, I was like, well, if I go to hygiene school, I can come out making money. I can come out making more money than an assistant at 20 years. You know what I mean? So it just made sense to me. At that time, it was about money. When I got into school, I realized it wasn't just just scaling. Exactly. It was more in-depth than that, right? Yeah. And then I just loved it from there on. I was like, oh, we're, we're really somebody. Yeah. Like, we're really special. Yeah. Like, we really do some some big things here. So we that's do. how I got into it. We do, and we're we're way more valuable than we realize. Absolutely, so absolutely. You have to be reminded of that also. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So that's how I got in. Awesome. So, for listeners that don't know, Eureka has done so, I, I mean, the fact that we only talked for 15 minutes, I feel like it's not even enough time to really talk about all that you've done. Yeah. But kind of give the listeners a taste of a little bit. Like, okay. So, I know that you've taught dental assistants. Mm-hmm. So, tell us a little bit more about getting involved in that. How did you get involved with doing that? Shortly after I got my bachelor's. The opportunity came to me from a colleague of mine that was actually, um, I worked with her. She was a, a hygienist when I was an assistant working for a periodontist. And she and I became close. So she came to my graduation, and she was actually teaching. And she brought it to me. She said, look, I'm leaving. I'm ready to go back into the op. She said, I miss it. I need to go back into the op. She was like, oh, would you mind if I recommend you? I think you would be awesome to teach. I was like, yeah, because I knew I didn't want to go back into the office, and that's why I went back to school to get my bachelor's. So that's how I got into it. And when I got into it, I loved it because I loved how I could have a, a huge impact on these and help mold these assistants. You know right. what I mean? So, And where I was teaching that, it was an area where there were some students that were a little challenging. Have you seen the movie Lean On Me? It's yes. kind of one of those types. So I had to go yes. in like... Uh, Clark, Joe Clark with the bat, baseball bat. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they went, but it was, it was, it was, I can get on their level and I can work with them. I can talk to them. Right, I can, you right. know, get them to listen. And, mm-hmm. and it was, I loved it. It was, it's, I love it. I really did. But then that ended because the institution I was teaching at closed down. Okay, okay. So then I haven't found anything since that as far as teaching. Okay. Then I, well, they did teach online for a little bit with that company, but I didn't like it. Okay. Well, I like, like that, that one-on-one interaction. Yes, okay. I like that classroom one-on-one interaction. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so tell me, so you've done that, mm-hmm. and that's almost forcing you to kind of evolve right. in what you're doing now. So 
After doing that, what are you working on right now? Right now, what I'm working on, whew, right now I'm still in the, in the uh, working with the private practice for like three days a week. Um, I also um, work with a company called Tooth Fairy, which is a mobile dental service where I go to um, nursing homes to clean um, the elderly's teeth for people that cannot get to the dental office. That's where I go. It could be even um, just nursing homes, and it could be group homes, places like that. Like wow, you know, to patients like children that have you know, mental issues, so yeah. mentally disabled, so places like that, that's where I go to. And they could be in the awkwardest spots where I clean their teeth. Like, wow. I went last week and I cleaned the lady's teeth. I went to a nursing home, and they have a, a beauty salon inside of the, the nursing home. Mm -hmm. So she was actually just sitting in a salon chair, and I had to work my way. Wow. Right. But... So you actually car carry your own equipment when you go. I have the own equipment. I have the, a portable suction. Wow! Right, incredible. Yeah. So how did you find that position? You know what? I've heard. I, I've heard it when I used to temp. I heard of heard of these uh, mobile places. You know what? I don't even know how I came across this place. I don't remember. I don't, it may have been on Indeed or something like that where they were looking. I, okay. think, I think that's how I, how I found it because that's how I find most jobs anyways. It comes across my email, Indeed, but I love it. And I, I do that once a month, and I did that because that's my way of giving back, Right. doing something like that. I can do it once a month. And that keeps your passion. Yes. Yes. That keeps your passion, that keeps that momentum that right. you need. Because I think that if you stick to just a 9 to 5 and you're just doing clinical, you'll lose that momentum. And then you'll and you'll feel like, oh, I feel stuck in a rut. And, even, and that as well as I really have a soft spot for the elderly. And I do not like how they get neglected in these places. Like yeah. a lot of times the, the age won't do what they're supposed to do. Because I've had plenty of patients that have, I've seen in the op and in the offices I worked at where yeah. they just are not taking care of them mm -hmm. and so that's a huge thing for me when I found out that people are doing mobile dentistry I was like that's awesome I was like I wanted to be a part of that yeah so I want to be a part of that and so that's why I say I will dedicate one day a month to go and see these people that's great so so I'm doing that, and then I own my own business. I did open yes. up a hair salon, yes. and I do not do hair. Do you hear me? I repeat, I do not do hair. <laughs> I love hair. Anybody that knows me knows I love a fabulous hairdo, but I don't do hair. <laughs> I don't. But the opportunity came about, and someone named Jasmine inspired me. <laughs> Said you just have to go out there and do it. It's easy. Just go do it. And I just hey yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get my LLC and just get into getting my own type of business. And that was the opportunity that came up that I was like, I can't pass this up. Yeah, it's just too. Is there so much more I can do with that too? Like free hair back to school, free haircuts. You know. Yeah. Um, another thing that I'm trying to do with that once everything gets, I get it going really really good. Is I want to at least once a month dedicate um, doing a hairdo for women that are in domestic uh, situations or getting out of prison and I'm going to team up with the, where I'm at, they have this company called Dress for Success. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry. And they need to get, and they need to get work. 
right? Right. So they go to dress for success to get the outfits to go to, you know, their clothes to go to the interviews. Right. And then I'll have them send them to me to do their hair to go do their interviews. Right. Wow. To have one of my stylists do their hair. So you are the first hygienist I've ever met that actually owns a hair salon. I I mean, well, just... Not just hair salon, right. but just the another another type of industry that deals with self care, right? And taking care of ourselves. And most women, I mean, come on, who doesn't love that? Mm-hmm. Like when I want to get a nice break away from the kids, Where I go do you get go? my hair done. There you I go. I get my hair or done. your nails or yes. your pedicure, manicure. Yes, yes. absolutely. I love it's all that. about taking care of yourself, and that's part of it. Taking care of yourself is. Your mouth, oral, taking care of your oral care. Yes. Hair. It, just, it makes us feel good. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then we, you know the feeling when we, um, someone comes into the dental office and we give them a whole different smile, a whole new smile, and yeah. how that feels that like you actually are turned into a perio patient, turning an active perio patient into a healthy patient. We're watching Christy right now tear up the Yeah, I know how to do that. For vocal. But, but you, <laughs> you're doing it the wrong way. Hold on. Wait. Wait, wait. There we go. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, Eureka, tell me. Yes. How, how, do you, how are you able to think beyond the profi? Like, what keeps you, what helps you to think beyond the profi? Uh, well... Is it something innate within you that you feel that you're always going to want to excel? Is there a certain example or anything like that that kind of helped you? It is that that I always want to excel, but I think the one thing that a lot of people don't know that I am um, going to work on trying to get the word out is that PTSD. That's what drives me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that until I started seeing a, you know, a, a, a... psychologist therapist Mm -hmm. and she actually told me that that's why I do what I do and I thought about it and I was like you know what that makes sense yeah I strive to do one thing then go for another project then go do another project because I don't want to sit down and get into my head and get in those 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 thoughts I don't want to go in that place that gets me sad and a depressed state you know what I mean so that's actually what and that's a weird motivator but that's that's yeah. my motivator, and I think that's why I'm always trying to excel and do something right good. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to do move to the next level, mm-hmm. and I'm hard on myself too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's just I think that's my motivator, and then it's worked for me. I guess you know what I mean because I'm right. doing good things from it. So. Right. But, yeah, and so that I think that's what I really want to, because when you find out you have PTSD, that's something that's embarrassing to to me. That's something that, that definitely you're ashamed of. That's definitely some, that's your shame, because I feel right. that what you have done, what well, you have served our, our country. Right. And so yours is associated with the sacrifice that you, you made. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something... When I hear your story, I certainly don't feel that way. Right. You know? But it's just me and how I grew up in my culture is yeah. things like that. You don't You don't want to hear weak. You don't claim. Exactly. That's what it is. Bingo. You, yep. hit the, you hit the nail on the head. And that's exactly well, it. there's a stigma just in the black community. Yep. With mental illness. Mm-hmm. Or any, mm-hmm. And I hate to use illness. 
But it I is. I feel like it's so much people who have dealt with those struggles uh-huh. like that. Right. There, there's a huge stigma. Uh, there absolutely. There's a huge stigma with that. Absolutely. And I think that's probably where that, that narrative is coming from. Absolutely. And that's wow. what I learned. I've learned. And it, I've learned so much. It's, it's, I've learned so much. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm ready to, and I think it's going to be therapeutic for me to go out and talk talk about it yes and then talk about as far as in our industry dental industry about how people can how do you deal with a patient that has ptsd yes yes how do you deal with it do you know i can't wait no exactly i know <laughs> no i'll be front row right <laughs> you tell me where it's gonna happen right there, okay right right and so, ptsd can be from any type of traumatic experience my situation was a sexual right. harassment a sexual trauma experience traumatic experience Along with, um, like, my, my squadron got bombed. It was a bombing that happened. So it's, it's, it's kind of both things. So that's what, and I didn't know that it affected me. I just, like you said, we take it and just mm-hmm. push it. We take it and push it down. We just right. don't put it in the back of our head and don't think about it. Exactly, exactly. But. Well, you know, we can't, I wish we had longer I know, to right? talk. Um, because I feel like it's just a tip of the iceberg everything that you're doing but listen as long as we know each other we can always do this absolutely girl <laughs> as long as you, got something, yes. you got something going on we'll have you again <laughs> so i do have one question this is yes. the last question yes what's the best career advice you've gotten so far what, oh. what can you share with our listeners the best career advice yes that i've gotten I think it's why. I mean, if you want to do something, what are you waiting on? Okay. Like, why not? Why not just do it? Why not do it? So take action. Take action. Absolutely. Take action. Right. If I want to go to a, there's, I was one of those people. Yeah. You want to do something else besides being in the op? Okay. What are you doing about it? Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Be like Nike and just do it. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, I don't appreciate you sharing Nike because I might get in the um. Oh, well, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we need hashtag, we just need. do it. That's how you do it now, hashtag. <laughs> you hashtag it. <laughs> Everything's oh. hashtag. Okay, so where can listeners find you if they want to get in contact with you? I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Eureka Peebles. I'm on Instagram. Um, my salon is actually on Instagram if you want to see uh, Godiva's Hair Boutique. I have pictures on there about, I have pictures on there showing how I took it, uh, my total renovation. Because if you used to go on there and you see the pictures, you'll be like, wow. It went from an ugly duckling to a beautiful swan. Wow. Yes. So have uh, you seen the pictures? Though? Have you I seen think it? I made, it's like br- brown, brown leather. Yes. Hair. Okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yes. But I saw the after. I didn't. I don't okay. Think I saw so I'm gonna have to. Sh- you'll have to see the before because you're gonna be like, wow. Okay. I'm talking about molded floors. I had to dig all that up. Wow. So do you do you get your hair done there? No, okay. I still go to my stylist that's been doing my hair you for over so ten loyal. years. I love Absolutely. it. I love it. Oh, Bushik, yes. <laughs> right. So yeah, no, she she doesn't matter. But she actually helps me manage my salon. Okay. Okay. Well that's great. Right. That's great. I feel like I'm cheating on someone when I go to a new stylist. 
I know, had right? my one for years. Right. I don't like to go to anybody's right. secret. Right. Because I feel like if they catch me somewhere <laughs> else, we're going to have problems. So right, they're going to give you the e right. mm. <laughs> And then when she get her hands in your hair, she's going to mess up in that. Oops. <laughs> That's for leaving me and going yeah. somewhere else. That's from I've had mine me. for years. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, me too. When, I don't care where she goes. I can move to another city. I'm coming to her. But guess what, though? Isn't that how patients do it? Hygienists? Yeah. Right? Yep. They want to come to the same one. They don't want to come. They come and see this a new hygienist. Where's, um, where's Jasmine at? Yep, exactly. Exactly. I'll reschedule. Right. Don't exactly. Right. That is so true. <laughs> so true but anyway it's so great having you on the podcast thank, thank you. you so much it's my first podcast oh, yay. <laughs> I, so we'll be posting it like you know several months i'm not even sure whether i'm not gonna i'm gonna do it like every two weeks or monthly. okay it's something new right because i do the think beyond the profi profile and i kind of just want something focused outside of just being a mom got you some of the stuff that i'm really passionate about right so. Thank you so Congratulations, much. Congratulations, though. Thank I'm proud you. of you, too. Thank You're doing you. so much. You're doing good things, good things. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.